Thanks so much for coming. Um, I'll start by um, asking a couple questions, but first let me introduce myself. My name is Pasquale DeMaio. I'm the general manager for Amazon Connect, uh, which is obviously an AWS service, a contact center in the cloud. If you're expecting a talk on something else, you might want to sneak out right now. Uh, how many folks here are familiar with Amazon Connect? Cool. So we've got a pretty robust crowd of folks. It was a few years ago when we launched here, and you asked people the, you know, how many people knew that Amazon Connect had when it existed, and we had launched um, at about six months earlier. And most of the folks here were kind of like, no, it sounded interesting when I saw it on the thing. It's been amazing, the journey we've been on since then. It's great to have you guys here. Um, how many of you are customers of Amazon Connect? Terrific. So I'm going to guess that's maybe about 40% uh, or so. Awesome. Well, first, thank you. Um, I'll get started. Uh, a lot of folks um, are here have been have probably come are familiar with it. I will start with a little bit of a high-level introduction, but also dig into where we've been and where we're going next. Then I'll bring up who I think really are the stars of the show, which is the Intuit team. And then after that, we'll bring up Salesforce, talk a little bit about our recently launched um, partnership we're doing with them, which is incredibly exciting as well. So. A lot of you may know that Amazon strives to be the Earth's most customer-centric company. But what you might not know is that we have millions of customers all over the world who speak dozens of languages, and we have customer service reps who support them in over 32 countries. All in all, we have over 70,000 reps at peak, which is often right about now. And so we knew we needed to have an amazing set of technology to enable those customer service agents to provide great customer service for all of these people around the world who want their packages or want to figure out what's going on with their returns or need to know what was happening with their payment methods. We looked far and wide in the industry to see what we could find for a contact center, and we couldn't find anything that met our needs. Uh, the first challenge was it's, most of them were just cumbersome. They were on-premise. There was a lot of proprietary technology. It was difficult to set them up or to reconfigure them or make changes. Usually it took a lot of professional services. Often they were proprietary as well, and so you had to hire maybe from that company. Uh, just having the hardware was a pain, dealing with SIP trunking and all the challenges of moving that stuff onto your premise and keeping track of it. And of course, at Amazon, security is always our number one priority. If you ever lose the trust of that customer, you may never gain it back. And right behind that is reliability and scalability because our business is always growing. The last piece was often the way people paid for these things was a little bit punitive in our mind. It was, it was complex, it was hard, you had to lock in and predict your, what you needed for capacity. Uh, we didn't think that met our business needs to change radically. If you know Prime Day, which um, is in July, we often double our agents or more just for a day or two and having to pay for an entire month or an entire year at that rate just didn't make sense when you immediately were gonna have that scale back down again. So we really wanted the flexibility. All of that led us to a place pretty quickly where we built it. When I say we built it, what we built was a cloud-based contact center. Amazon Connect started with what I would consider to be the basics of a contact center. So you start with skills-based routing. You've gotta get those contacts to the right agents. Call recording, you need to be able to make sure your agents are doing the right things. How is the quality? How are they interacting with customers? How do I help them get better? And of course, analytics play a massive role at Amazon. I'm guessing everyone here is using analytics more every day. And finally, high quality audio. And, and this one gets lost a lot, 
but you can't deliver great customer service if you can't hear the customer. And the reality is that one of the things we hear most commonly from people who move to Amazon Connect is their agents love the fact that they can finally hear better, and that just relaxes them. It lowers the cognitive load, and happier agents are almost always better agents. There are some differentiators to Amazon Connect as well, though, things that I don't think you see anywhere else in this package. The first one is that it truly is fully cloud-based. You can use it from anywhere in the world, and you'll be able to access it as an agent, you can access it as a manager or a supervisor, and you can track and use this as long as you have a good internet connection and, of course, a headset if you happen to be, if you happen to be on the phone. The next thing that's interesting about this is we came from a long history of running contact centers at Amazon. 12 years now in county of development went into Amazon Connect, and we've been running contact centers far longer than that. That's 70,000 agents. There's no substitute for that experience. We wanted it to be something that people could help themselves with. We felt like the idea that you had to call and ask someone to set up a contact center for you was a little bit ridiculous in this modern day of self-service. So instead we built something you can set up in five minutes. So things that used to take months now take minutes. And in fact, we like to give you all the power you need to fully configure your contact center directly in the GUI that Amazon Connect has. We of course also support APIs, but we wanted to make sure folks had full control. And that does two things. It empowers you, which hopefully is awesome for you. It also speeds things up a lot. And velocity is so important now. If you want to change a message in your contact flow, in your IVR, as, as they say in the industry, if you want to change a message, that should be something you can do in seconds, not hours or, or months. Just go in there, hit save, publish it, and you're good to go. Additionally, we know that the world is moving to automated experiences, but how many people here feel like the last automated experience they had was great? Didn't get one person to raise their hand on that. That should not be how it is. Automated experiences should be awesome. I don't go to a website and say, boy, this stinks because it's automated. I wish I could talk to a human being on this website. I think to myself, boy, this is great that I can self-service this. We knew there were a lot of reasons why that wasn't the case, and we're going to talk a little bit about those in a second. But they need to be dynamic, they need to change with the customer and be personalized, and they need to be natural. And a lot of the times, you know why the person's calling already, so why aren't we giving them an experience that's tailored to them? Programmatic access is super important. You guys are probably, how many folks here are AWS customers outside of Connect? So uh, still a fair amount of you. Um, I'm actually surprised not even more, but you know that the, the history of AWS is built on offering APIs to be able to empower you to do things programmatically as well as, in Connect's case, a powerful GUI experience. So you can have the simple GUI for the non-technical users and the heavyweight API for the folks who want to do their heart's content. I always say simple things should be easy, hard things should be possible. With the APIs, you can control your destiny. No hassle telephony. We take all of that off of your plate. We like to call that stuff undifferentiated heavy lifting. And the reason we say that is because it's rare that anyone gets a better dial tone by haggling with different carriers. And how many people here enjoy haggling with carriers? I do it. I don't enjoy it, but I do it. Um, and they're great partners and they're great suppliers for us, but it's much better, I think, to get that off your plate. We can get better economies of scale, we can drive changes, we can drive fixes from them faster because we take the collective weight of all of this usage and bring it together so we can make that argument on your behalf and give you guys the best prices and the best reliability. Finally, the second to finally, I guess, is the pay-as-you-go pricing. So from now on, you just pay for what you use. No upfront commitments are required. You just pay 1.8 cents a minute plus for any telephony you use while you're talking, or 0.4 cents for a chat message. 
And then finally, the power of the AWS ecosystem, our services, our SIs, our ISV partners who build things, there's tens of thousands of SIs who can help you implement what you want if you don't want to do it yourself. And we have tens of thousands of ISVs who are building tools on top of AWS software that can help enable you. This is unrivaled to, compared to anybody else in the industry. And of course, all these services like the AI investments you saw, if you saw our keynote this morning, you saw 25, 30 minutes on AI alone. The investments we're making here on these services that complement Connect are really substantial. I don't think that anyone can match them in the industry. So I'm going to give you an example of a great customer service experience, or at least one I hope you feel like is a little better than the ones you've had in the past. Hi, Nikki Wolf. I apologize that your flight was canceled. I can rebook you for the next available flight, departing at 10 p.m. Would you like to book that now? No, I'd rather rebook for the same time tomorrow. Is that possible? Yes, that flight is available departing at 9 a.m. out of San Francisco, arriving in Seattle at 11.45 a.m. I can book you in seat 12C. It's an aisle. Would you like me to do that? Yes, thank you. Let's talk a little bit about how this happened. It's a little better than the typical experience you're used to. Press 1 for support, press 2 for sales, or even a little better than how can I help you. The first thing that happened here was that we called in to the CRM. We use a Lambda function here that lets you write very basic, very simple code that can talk to virtually any backend system. So you might have a CRM, you might have a series of other legacy systems or new systems you've built, like a flight booking system in this case. These Lambda calls make that really, really simple. And that allows you to make dynamic choices. If someone's flight just got canceled, you can probably guess that's why they're calling. No need to ask them if they want to buy another ticket. They're probably a little upset. In fact, I would avoid that question at that point, right? Let's get them and help them. The next part here is how do you make it natural and the ways we do that is by the investments we've made in AI. So if you think about Amazon Lex, this is the power of what we've developed for Alexa. Any folks here have an Alexa at home? Cool, excellent, thank you very much, we appreciate that. Uh, I love mine, we use it all the time. We're taking that same technology and we're making that available for you to power your own IVRs. And Polly is the other one, that's our text-to-speech engine. And Polly's actually included with the price of Connect, so you can build a full text-to-speech dynamic IVR without having to pay for any text-to-speech engine. It all just works. You type it right into the Connect UI and hit save, publish it, and you're good to go. Yes, that flight is available departing at 9 a.m. out of San Francisco, arriving in Seattle at 11.45 a.m. I can book you in seat 12C. It's an aisle. Would you like me to do that? So this time the customer's not going to be so easy. Can I get a first-class upgrade for my inconvenience? One moment while I connect you with a customer service associate. Hi, Nikki. My name is Alan. I'm sorry for your inconvenience. I'm checking to see what we can do to make your flight to Seattle tomorrow more comfortable. So what you see here is obviously you're not always going to have perfect containment and the automated solution isn't always going to solve the customer's problem or the customer may just want to talk to a human being. And we think that's obviously a great outcome if you can use that to build your relationship with your customers. Every time someone calls Amazon, we try to make it so that they feel like their perception is they actually had a better experience than they'd never had to call us. Now that's a hard bar when someone's typically calling because they had a problem, but with great agents and great experiences, I, we think we can often achieve it. 
If you look at this, the thing that's really great here is the customer had to be transferred to an agent, but that agent started off cold. The agent didn't have to ask a bunch of the same questions that had already been asked, which, I mean, is what typically happens a lot of times. Instead, they had the full transcript of the conversation. That agent was prepared to help them. And that makes a big difference in the perception of the customer to what that experience is like. Because now they feel like it's just one seamless experience that moves through, and they're just faster to get their problem solved. It also, by the way, saves you money to have those problems solved faster. So it really is win-win. I'm going to change speed a little bit here. For the last few years of those of you who've been using Amazon Connect, you've probably thought of us as a voice-only solution. But that changed quite a bit um, last, last week, or I guess the week before last week. We launched Amazon Connect Chat. And so chat on Amazon Connect is really interesting. Um, the reason why I think it's interesting is because for the first time, you've really had a a system that was built from the ground up to be omnichannel. Everything about it is designed to be, everything about it is designed to leverage the same tools and the same pieces of what we have for voice. You can build once and enable these experiences anywhere on voice and chat. You can do asynchronous or synchronous chats. It's of course secure and reliable with encryption end to end. And you can build no code experiences just like you can with voice. And you only pay per message. So there's no upfront required fees and no long-term commitments. Just pay for what you use. So the thing that's great about this is you can see here, this is actually literally the exact same experience you saw a second ago with audio, except now it's being done in chat. I want to stress again, these are the same tool sets. So same management interface to deal with agents, to deal with your contact flows, the same contact flows if you want. Now you may choose to do different ones for chat and voice, but you don't have to. The same Lexbots work for both chat and voice. Same queues, you can have a single queue. You can run your entire business on one queue if you want to. Then you have the same dashboards, your metrics. Your, you don't have to retrain your supervisors. You don't have to retrain all of your ops folks. They're all using the same systems. And so you can go make these changes. And the people who have been creating great experiences in voice can now create great experiences for chat. So I think that is, is a substantial difference. Another thing you may have seen today, if you watched Andy's keynote, was the announcement of contact lens for Amazon Connect. Now, contact lens is super cool. What it does is it literally takes all of the calls that are coming in, and it processes them using a transcription service and a sentiment analysis service, and then it provides you information about those calls. And we took it a step further than just the basic um, comprehension tools, but we look for things like overlapping conversations, we look for things where there's long periods of silence, and we look for how sentiment changes over the course of the call. This means that you no longer have to do any kind of complex integrations. You literally can just ch check a single box inside of Connect and have access to it. Now, right now, this is in preview, but folks are welcome to come and request. Um, you can go onto a simple web form and request access to preview and try it out for yourself. And the great thing about it is you can turn it on and off yourself, and there's no upfront commitment again. Um, we love the fact that it has really high-quality transcription, up to 50% better than a lot of what we see in the industry. We love the fact that um, you get very detailed analysis, so you get the full transcript. And all that's open. Your data is your data. We talk about that a lot with Amazon Connect, but you have access to it in your own S3 bucket, so you can do whatever you want with it. You really are empowered to use it however you want to. And of course, we have a great set of theme detection and search capabilities we built into our UI, so you can see this in real time. And I'll show you um, some of that UI right now. But as you can see on the left, this is, the, this is similar to the Amazon Connect search experience you might know for contact search, but now you're able to search on themes or keywords or other experiences directly from the contact. It works for both voice and chat. 
And on the right, you can see some of the details of how this call went. So you can see that this call started out kind of bad, got a lot better, uh-oh, didn't do so well at the end. So maybe we need to talk to this agent about what happened here. We get some detailed analysis also about how much of the call was made up of silence and other pieces. Uh, over the next few months, we'll continue to iterate on this. There's a lot of really cool features coming. Uh, we're not stopping anytime soon in our investment in understanding how to use speech analytics and AI to make contact centers awesome. So I want to bring up the actual stars of the show, in my opinion, and that is Shannon and Jerry from Intuit. These folks have done an amazing job doing incredible work to deliver their customers great experiences. Anyone here pay taxes? Well, I can tell you these folks have made my life paying taxes a lot better. Um, it almost makes it enjoyable. I wouldn't quite say enjoyable, but maybe, um, but maybe they can get a way to get us paid the taxes. Instead of us paying the taxes, then we'll be signed off on that. The AI is coming for that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Can you guys hear us okay? All right. So I'm actually Sharon Holmes. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I'm a principal product manager at Intuit. And I'm Jerry Lecter. I'm director of engineering for uh, the contact center technology team at Intuit. Yep, and so the last several years, I've been the product manager for the customer engagement platform. And um, that platform basically enables uh, all the contact center technology and services that our customers and uh, experts use to connect in many different ways. So today we're gonna be talking about our journey um, from our last contact center to Amazon Connect. Um, for those of you that don't know Intuit, we are the proud makers of QuickBooks, TurboTax, and Mint. We also have ProConnect, which is used by CPAs. So yeah, our, our migration um, started in February of 2018 when we made the decision to go ahead and move to Amazon Connect. Um, we came up with a good strategy to move um, team by team and um, not do a, a big shift because that wasn't going to be possible <laughs> um, uh, all at once. But uh, we, we, we came up with this migration plan. We came up with a strategy, and we executed on that. And that's what we're going to share with you guys today. And we're going to talk a little bit um, at the end about chat, and because that was our last frontier, uh, our last big hurdle to move 100% over to Amazon Connect. So let me take you uh, on a journey similarly to what Pasquale talked about uh, around Amazon Connect and what we came from and where we wound up. Uh, as Sharon said, we started basically around February of last year, and we really started from, legacy from a legacy system that was mostly on-prem, supported what we have around 11,000 agents concurrent at, at peak. But to get to 11,000 agents at peak, we go from 6,000 agents to 11,000 agents virtually overnight. So all of the technology that we've leveraged prior to Connect, we've had to have scale for 11,000 or beyond uh, for the entire season because all of that required hardware and it required special, special capabilities to make sure that we were, we were prov providing support for all of our customers. So as we moved to Connect, one of, the big, one of the big reasons for us to move to Connect was not only was that it was purely cloud-based, but that scale happened seamlessly overnight. Once you, once you set up the system, the system is available for 5,000 agents, 11,000 agents, and we've tested all the way to 20,000 agents. And it doesn't matter what you use, you only pay for what you use, and you only pay for it at, that, at the moment of use. 
So, so that was one of the big factors that we really, that we really appreciated about Connect. Reliability was another one of those things. From a perspective of uh, the legacy technologies, those systems, as Pasquale said, they were complicated. They had multiple, multiple points of failures, multiple single points of failures where if one thing broke, your customer was no longer able to reach your contact center. And what we found with Connect was a much, much uh, different set of reliability. Multiple availability zones were actually, were actually deployed across uh, two regions right now, three availability zones in the east, uh, multiple regions, another, another availability zone in, in the west, and then we have other regions for, multi, uh, for our global contact centers as well. Pricing, I talked a little bit about, that was a key factor. We pay for what we use, and we don't have to worry about you know, making sure that we have technology and paying for things that are there sitting idle 11 months out of the year. On tax day, as you guys know, Lots of people call into the contact centers. We scale up to about 11,000 agents, as I said. But the day before tax day, we literally have 6,000. And, and, and that's how fast we scale. That's how fast we grow. And, uh, and we're able to pay just for the time that we use the system. From an architecture perspective, this thing is no longer a monolithic application that's proprietary, that's only, that's only known by the vendor that you're using today with the technolo with technology. It's now native services built on AWS that anybody that knows Java or knows a, a normal, a regular language, knows React, can come, come on board, can start programming, can start, can start working inside your contact center. We no longer have to worry about professional services. And again, as Pasquale said, this is entirely self-service, entirely self-service to our team. And we've been, able to, we've been able to build and bridge that solution over the past year to, to get 100% of our user base onto that technology. We've also taken this a step further. Not only is it self-service for us in IT to be able to develop the contact center, but we've enabled be our, our business self-service tools that help them not necessarily have to go into the console, but through simple UIs, they're able to change greetings dynamically, they're able to onboard their agents dynamically, they're able to change uh, profiles dynamically, they're able to do things that they could never possibly do in our legacy solutions. And for us at Intuit, everything is moving to the cloud. We're all moving, all of our tools, if you use TurboTax online, if you use QuickBooks online, they're all in the cloud. We've actually gotten rid of all of our data centers. So strategically, this aligned really well with getting out of the premise and getting into a contact center that's in the cloud, that's super scalable and super easy to use, and lots of fun for the engineers, quite frankly. Taking a look at our contact center, it's not just around Connect. It has all of the integrations that you typically have in a typical contact center infrastructure. You have your workforce management integrations. You have your CRM integrations. You have things that uh, actually, you know, with uh, you have the call recording integrations, and you have systems that we presently use for analytics that eventually will move to uh, to an Amazon service as well. But all of these integrations were built and were deployed by us to enable our businesses to move across, uh, to move across from where, the, where we were with our legacy system to our new system on Connect. Yeah, and just to add to this slide, um, that the Amazon Connect Circle was 
previously populated by another contact center solution. And we essentially lifted that out and inserted Amazon Connect. Um, and it made the, the migration uh, a lot more seamless. Our, our front end developers um, on, on TurboTax and QuickBooks and ProConnect did not have to make any changes since they were basically calling our services layer that was, sits in front of Amazon Connect. So that was really one of the most strategic uh, uh, items that really helped us migrate faster. So the, the approach that we took for the migration was to look at our teams and, and how they connect with um, their customers and the experiences that they needed and do a wave approach so that we could basically build, onboard, improve, build, onboard, improve. Um, the team started onboarding in, so we made the decision in February of 2018. We had our first teams taking calls in May and then we migrated all of our teams from across the globe. That's over 30,000 um, experts, and uh, uh, we <laughs> many, many different experiences because we offer callbacks and chats and appointments and um, uh, smart look and very, very many uh, different experiences to connect uh, for our customers. So yeah, so the, the achievements that we had, we, we made our uh, deadline. We wanted to um, basically onboard 100% of our teams and experts to Amazon Connect uh, prior to our deadline, which we set based on uh, when we had to sign our next contract with our old vendor. And um, we met that deadline. Uh, again, we, as I mentioned, we onboarded 33,000 33, um, agents from across the globe on 100 different teams. Um, there's over 1,200 queues in the system right now. I would love to get to the one queue, like Pasquale mentioned, um, with intelligent routing. Uh, that would be our goal. We are, we actually consolidate, this is a consolidated number from our last uh, vendor, but uh, we're not there yet, but that's something that we're, we're striving for. Um, again, with the scale, we scaled to, on tax day, which is in April, um, always our biggest, uh, these are people that owe money <laughs> for their taxes, so that's typically our biggest day of the year as far as uh, concurrent call volumes on that day. So we handled over 130,000 calls, uh, 1.9 million minutes, um, no problem, no performance issues whatsoever. We met 100% of our um, SLAs uh, through the entire tax season, which starts in January and ends in April. So it was a great, uh, great year for us and um, it's pretty seamless uh, migration over to Amazon Connect. So our next big adventure is chat and messaging. Um, we, we have been using the beta solution. Um, we went live in June with uh, the beta chat solution or preview solution and um, uh, we were able to onboard the teams that were on our last contact center solution onto Amazon Connect chat and um, now we are kind of in the, the end phases of going to the GA code. So um, we're almost there. Yeah, <laughs> and again, similarly to Connect, the reasons to ch for chat and moving chat to Connect were very, very uh, similar to why we moved to the voice platform. The experiences far outweighed having a different chat solution where agents were cordoned off and only doing chat. Now we have the ability to take our agents 
uh, mix them in with voice and chat, have them support both channels at the same time. We have an incredibly reliable system, the same reliability that you get from voice, you get from chat, and pricing, as Pasquale said, is 0.4 cents per message, which I'm hoping to get lower based on my <laughs> conversations here. Uh, but the architecture really, really did help us move to chat very quickly. As Sharon said, we've been on chat since uh, May or June of this, of this year with uh, the teams that were on our legacy system. And now we expect, we expect to make this a much, much broader solution to not just do simple uh, synchronous chats, but do async chats across the board for all of, our, all of our agents and have all of our agents be able to do both chat and voice at the same time. And we really love the way this thing scales. Um, Again, the BU self-service, the business units, they're able to self-service, they're able to put themselves into chat channels and, and outside of chat channels anytime that they wish, and the strategic alignment is similar to, to what we talked about. So let's actually talk a little bit about how and what our objectives are for, for getting chat onto the platform. You know, first, we needed parity with our old solution before we could move anybody off. And that was actually a key thing. We worked really well with the Connect team to prioritize features that we needed to have right now in order to offboard our, our previous solution. And these features, these must-haves, they're not everything that we want, but they were must-haves for just getting off of our legacy system. And then the analytics. The analytics was super important for all of our contact center operations folks because what they live and die by is how are their agents doing? How are they doing in terms of the contacts that are coming in? Are they, are they above, uh, above SLA, below SLA? Can we handle more, more instances? How are we, how are we working through, through that? And making sure that the analytics was a seamless transition between the voice metrics and the chat metrics was something that we took on very, very early, and I'm glad we did because that allowed us to onboard, that allowed us to onboard very, very quickly in, in, the, May time, in the May time frame. And over the next couple of months, we'll be continuing to build on these features. Now for some of the other, other key features that our other business units will need, we're starting to build and, and invest in those features. And we'll be doing the onboarding just like we did the waves with our other technology, with the voice technologies. Yeah, and, and, and um, the parity is not just like with parity with chat features themselves, but in the way we do voice. So we wanted to ensure that chat just like any other channel that we support, is in parity. So that means like how we handle the contact flows, how we do analytics, how we um, measure, um, uh, you know, the chat analytic, the text trans transcripts themselves. Um, we want that to be in parity with voice and be equal, so that it's a it's a viable channel. Um, we have teams that were had given up on chat. Um, our, our TurboTax team had stop doing chat because it was not a customer pleaser. And this year, once we uh, got Amazon Connect Chat running, they decided to go ahead and test it in um, what we call our third peak in October. These are people that typically file for extensions, and so we have a little bit of a bump in volumes. So they tested chat, and they got really great feedback from our customers um, you know, as a, as a channel, so now they're going big with it, and there's a lot of flexibility with chat, working with self-service bots, kind of like the demonstration that you saw um, from Pasquale, so um, it's really exciting to see. 
So Sharon alluded to this earlier. How are we able to move so fast? And a lot of this really started before we, start, we started migrating to Amazon Connect. The thing that we did first, well before we got to Connect, was build a service layer around our telephony infrastructure. And that service layer helped us uh, obscure and abstract the messaging between what our channels, what our offerings do, what our customers do, and how they integrate into our telephony infrastructure or into our chat infrastructure. So leveraging that, leveraging those APIs, we were able to abstract away some of the, some of the tech for the proprietary system that we had prior to Connect, and then replace those APIs with the Connect APIs, making it really seamless for our business lines to, uh, to start onboarding, not just from a voice, not just from a callback experience, but also from a chat experience. Our previous chat UI, we were able to take our previous chat UI that was customer facing, we basically re-enable re that to connect use that to connect to our service layer and made sure that the APIs were backwards compatible so that nothing from the front end actually had to change. So if you went on QuickBooks Online or if you went on TurboTax Online and got the chat, none of those experiences changed. We didn't have to get the product teams to consume new services. They were able to, they were able to onboard immediately to connect once the integrations were done by the teams. And that really did help us, help us uh, move very, very quickly. So if you take a look at the flow, the front-end UI is completely, completely custom using, using APIs provided by Connect. Uh, and that UI talks to our service layer. Our service layer then translates everything into Connect Speak and, and gets the messaging to Connect enables the chat, enables the chat, enables callbacks, enables other, other features such as Smart Look, which is a video, video calling. Um, and from a business perspective, like nothing really changes at the business layer. And because of that, as Sharon said, we took our first, so we started working on chat pretty much in May of last year. We took our first chat in July. And now we're getting out the, we're getting off of the beta code and moving on to the, moving on to the GA code with not a single minute of downtime for our businesses, uh, because just because of those service layers. Yeah, we, we moved super fast on chat. Um, I felt like we built it in partnership with uh, the Amazon team together. We worked super close with them to. Uh, uh, to test and iterate and get it out the door. Um, the other thing that we did was um, because we were in using the preview uh, chat, we decided to kind of isolate our voice um, instance and set up a new instance. We did that in 10 days. I mean, it's uh, with our last vendor, it would have taken Nine. months. <laughs> so it was a pretty big achievement. And um, this just shows a couple examples of um, our UI experience for the, on the customer side. And um, again, the customer side is just the UI piece. Everything under the hood is essentially the same. It's calling our services, routing through Connect to the right uh, queue, and then being assigned to the right agent. Uh, we built all the MVS features to enable our teams um, from our last contact center uh, solution to Amazon Connect. And like Jerry said, the next step is basically to oh, uh, some of our teams are doing async chat on another vendor uh, chat solution. So our next goal is to move them over to Amazon Connect so the entire um, 
uh, enterprise can move over to Amazon Connect for both voice and chat and any additional uh, future channels that we plan to build. So here's where we're going. Um, our, our, like I mentioned, our super, we're, we're super focused on getting to the GA version, um, moving all of our experiences. I thought that was going to happen today. We got a little delayed, but likely it's going to happen tomorrow. So um, we're, if you use ProConnect, you'll be using the GA chat solution. Uh, and, and then we're, uh, our next uh, thing will be looking at async chat and um, how we integrate with self-help bots. So imagine the customer experience. Um, you, you are always talking to somebody, whether you're talking to a self-help bot or somebody that's been assigned to you, your expert. Um, if they went home for the day, you can still get self-help. But when the expert comes in the next day, they're going to see um, everything that the customer did as far as like their uh, interaction with the self-help bot. And then they can reach out to them and be like, hey, did you get the help you needed? So it's very exciting about the things that we can do. The other things that we're looking at is dynamic canned responses. So um, the dynamic piece is, I mean, everybody's kind of heard of canned responses where you can basically pick a, a preset response and, and copy and paste that into the, uh, uh, into the chat and send that over to your customer. But this is more dynamic, where we're listening to the conversation. And based on that conversation, we're offering up here the suggested answers for your customer. So pretty exciting. And then Jerry mentioned our, our approach is very much like voice, where we're doing a wave approach, building out uh, features, and then onboarding teams. And the goal is to move our entire enterprise to Amazon Connect. So with that, I'm going to hand off to Salesforce. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. My name is Bulan Chinarkaya. I think it's harder than saying Pasquale's name. Uh, I lead Service Cloud product at Salesforce, and I'm really excited to talk to you about uh, Service Cloud Voice and our strategic partnership with Amazon Connect. So before I start, I have a question. If you're an existing Salesforce customer, could you please raise your hand? Wow. I'm at home turf, but there are some opportunities here as well, so it's great. For those of you who are Salesforce customer, you know that we really work closely with you, like Amazon. What you say really matters. And what you're telling us, that you differentiate your brand with the service you provide. In other words, maybe the service is the new product. But you're also telling us that in order to provide this, this differentiative service, you have to provide the service at every customer touchpoint. Across all these different channels, service needs to be contextual. That means you really need to understand what your customers are telling you across these different channels. And this service needs to be personal, even though maybe the customer information is stored in many different places. You really need to know your customers. And this service needs to be at scale. So let's be honest, you're dealing with thousands and sometimes millions of customers. And that's why you're telling us you're using Service Cloud and thank you for your business. You're also using Service Cloud to elevate your agents by upskilling them with the training you provide. And also giving them tools like AI and automation so they spend more time nurturing customer relationships rather than searching for answers and doing admin tasks. And last but not least, you're using Service Cloud to provide trusted service experiences, whether the service is delivered in the product or at the contact center or in the field 
let's be honest, these are the moments matter the most. Customer needs your help. These are the moments you can differentiate your brand by exceeding customer expectations. Okay, you're telling us one more thing. In fact, 93% of the service organizations agree with you. Phone is the primary channel. And for those of you using our existing solution with Amazon Connect, it's very popular, you're happy with it. But again, you're telling us, you're expecting us to deliver more. We're delivering on the existing solution, but also together with Amazon, we're working on the next solution. You're asking us to bring the innovation to the phone call. And this is exactly what we've been working on, so I'm happy to tell you that. Service Cloud Voice brings the power of AI to the phone call. So let me tell you, let me show you what I mean. So here is the Service Cloud console. Single pane of glass for your agents comes with integrations, shows you everything you need to know about that customer. The first change is the phone channel experience. It's now seamlessly integrated out of the box. It's like any other channel that we provide, Salesforce UI. So you can do a lot of things with that kind of experience. The second one, we put it at the center. It's fully configurable. You can hide it. You can move it to the side. But what's important here is that real-time intelligent transcript. So with the intelligent real-time transcript, our AI, Salesforce AI, we call it Einstein, can analyze these digital conversations and start recommending things like, here's the example. Customer is talking about returning a product. On the right side, you're right, you see Einstein is recommending in real time the right knowledge article, return policy. Based on that, agent is telling customer, of course you can return the product. And on your left, you're seeing Einstein is recommending the next best action for agent to take. Step-by-step -step guided process to complete the return process. And it doesn't stop there. After the call, Einstein is there to help the agent because of this real-time integration. Helps the agent to do the case classification, taking accurate notes, and doing call wrap-up really fast. So how about supervisors? We're not leaving supervisors behind. With this seamless integration now, the phone call, like any other phone channel, is like any other channel inside supervisor console. Supervisors now can monitor phone conversations like they monitor any other channel. They don't have to switch to a different console. They can listen or they can read phone conversations, multiple of them at the same time, in real time. But Einstein is there to help them as well. Now Einstein is able to tell the supervisors, instead of randomly picking which call to listen, these are the calls, needs your attention, needs help. And Einstein is there to identify the skill gaps your agents might have and start recommending the trainings that closes this gap. So we're really excited about our partnership uh, with Amazon. Amazon is easy to use. Amazon Connect is easy to use. Uh, you guys love. Now with this partnership, it's seamlessly out of the box integrated right inside Service Cloud. And this has never been done before. We're the first to bring this to the market. What I mean is phone channel, voice data, digital conversations, CRM data in real time for both the agent and the supervisor. Now, you want to see this in person. I want you to visit our demo booth. It's located in Venetian at um, Content Hub, 
hole F you can't miss. If you are Doctor Who fan, you're gonna see the blue telephone boot time machine so you can travel and see the contact center of the future. I want you to do that because I want you to be the first at your company to go back and tell your colleagues and your employees, Service Cloud Voice is coming, it's a game changer, and you experience the uh, power of innovation that you ask from Amazon Connect and Salesforce. Well, have a great conference. Thank you very much. Want me to say? Uh, either way. Okay. Thank you so much. Great job. I appreciate it. Um, well, as I promised, these guys really are the, the stars of the show from the customer standpoint. And I do love the fact that Salesforce um, puts so much effort and so much care into their customer engagements as well. We're incredibly happy about the partnership. For those of you who are using Salesforce with Amazon Connect today, I want to make sure you guys are fully aware we're not going anywhere with our current CTI adapter that you guys hopefully know and love. Uh, in fact, we're continuing to innovate on it, and in fact, this week we've released a bunch of things for it, including the contact lens integration, uh, some really cool stuff with chat, uh, new real-time reports, and a bunch of um, lightning extensions and it can support for the high-velocity sales module if you guys use it. So as they say, if you like the CTI adapter you have today, you can keep the CTI adapter you have today. Um, of course, we're super excited about what's going on with Salesforce Voice as well, and we all of our other CRM partners and the folks who have homegrown CRMs too. Amazon Connect is, uh, we think, is a, is a wonderful platform for working with any type of UX you guys need to have there. Uh, at this point, I think it, um, it makes sense to talk a little bit more about the breakout sessions. As I said, this was fairly high level. I think you guys got to see some detail on Intuit. Intuit showed you, I think, what is probably one of the most innovative and, and probably you know, technically advanced implementations of uh, Amazon Connect out there. Not everybody needs to do that. Obviously, some of you guys will have very simple utilization. We've had people literally turn up and take their first calls in a day. Uh, that did not happen with Intuit, although they were incredibly fast. But like I said before, Simple things should be easy, hard things should be possible, and to the degree you want to make that investment, we support it across the entire way. Uh, sometimes I also like to say enterprise-grade contact center at startup pricing, um, and really saying you can take it from whichever level you want to, and we love that about it. These are some of the other service um, sessions you guys can go to. Um, the contact lens one actually is also happening in the Bellagio, I think, at 445. Uh, and so if you guys want to try and run over there, you're welcome to see it today if you're flying out tomorrow and don't want to miss it. But you can go to the, on Wednesday as well. Uh, these are all some really cool ones. I think you guys will like all of them. If you're Amazon Connect users, you can see a big, um, a big emphasis on AI here, but also emphasis on customer success. And in fact, some different Intuit folks will be in that one on the contact lens, showing, talking about how they're using contact lens today. Uh, and of course, we have um, some really fun chalk talks and things like that where you can go. Uh, most of those are probably fill up, but I think the, these Thursday and Friday ones still have some room in them if folks want to go. Uh, so hopefully you guys will come, come do that. Uh, at this point, we'd be happy to get the folks back up here, if you guys don't mind, to uh, turn your mics back on again and, and come on up. And we can take some questions if folks want. We have a few minutes uh, before the session ends. Uh, and, and I want to start by saying thank you for coming. So thank you. Thank you.